0: For sure, 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 Welcome to
1: another episode of For Sure, a two hundred foot podcast. I'm Peter,
2: and I'm Jay.
1: All right, Jay. It is. Um, we are coming up on the most wonderful time of the year. I think this is an opening we've done probably fifteen times so far. Uh, some variation of that phrase, but you talking about are... net-
2: network sweeps?
1: Right? <laughs> exactly. What, yes. What, what all
2: the What all the TV shows are doing? Yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. guess it's the most wonderful time of year, but. I mean, we we're are... a hockey podcast, so so how, so how are we going to do this?
1: <laughs> we are coming <laughs> up on the playoffs, uh, and so we have, uh, you know, we we have some playoff races going on. Um, we were talking before the show, and we realized that next episode will come out. I think the Monday of the last week of the season. So. We are going to do our playoff preview, but we are going to save that for next episode. So we're going to do uh, for this one is we're going to talk about the current playoff uh, picture. Now, we're recording this like one day earlier than usual, basically. We usually record on a Saturday. Uh, We're recording on a Friday night. So right now it's the 15th. This episode will come out on March 18th. So obviously it'll be a little bit outdated, but... There, you know, we're, we're getting down to it. We, uh, you know, taking a quick look at the standings um, in the Eastern conference, the Carolina hurricanes have 13 games left and they are the only team with 13 games left. Everybody else has fewer. And uh, in the Western conference, every team has fewer than 13 games left. So we're, we're getting there, bud. It's close.
2: Yeah, it's, it's right, right close. And yes, apologies to those who, you know, expect us to always record on saturday so over the course of between this record and monday if don cherry says something completely outrageous we'll we just want to let you know we will add to the recording if if (laughs) if need be but yes this is a this is a tgif friday for us and Hmm. um i'm pete would you say that the the picture is pretty much set right you know like we'll obviously do our in-depth stuff but given where is where everybody's at right now it's you know, pretty much only the wild cards we have to kind of keep a little bit of an eye on, right? Because uh, other than that, everybody else is kind of mostly set. I mean, I know what I, I did see something somewhere where Arizona was actually pretty close to. You know, they're 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 pretty close to third in in the Pacific mm. right now. They hold uh wild card spot numero uh, numero dose, mm. so so that's pretty interesting. I, I I think it'd be rather funny if for some reason Vegas just. I mean, again, we all know what Vegas does yeah. and has done so far. So maybe they steady oh. the ship, whatnot. But um, you know, with given with how many games Arizona has left, as you just stated, I think they could do something pretty surprising. Just, well,
1: uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Every time you do that, like, um, I'm just going to go off on a brief tangent here, because why not? Um, <laughs> Did you ever watch? There was a show that was on for I think it was only on for one season. And I think they had like maybe like, you know how they have like a half a season order. So it's like 12 episodes or something. There yeah. was a show called The Grinder. Did you ever see that?
2: That was with. um was that with uh, uh, Wonder Year Savage? and, yep, and, and Rob Lowe. And, and, and Rob Lowe, that's right. Okay, yes, I'm familiar yeah. with it, but I never watched it. So and if, it had, if you're, if you're yeah. listening, you guys, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but it, <laughs> uh, Fred, Savage, uh, Fred Savage's wife was played by um, the waitress character from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, and what was also like what was really good about that show is like they had believable chemistry as a married couple, but it was also like really fun dialogue like they really built off of each other really well. And in the pilot episode, there was a scene where like he was getting really upset about something and as he was talking, his voice started rising. And he's like, he's like, hear my voice. I'm up here. This isn't good. And she's like, no, no, you should be lower. I should be down here. No, no, that's too far. And like every time you do do that, it just reminds me of that scene. So um, anyway, it, it, uh, if you like comedies, you could probably do a lot worse than, than, than that show. Uh, it, like I said, it was only on for, I think, half a season, but it was pretty funny. Anyway. Well, I'm glad we on. can.
2: I'm glad yeah. we can settle that. I'm glad we can get our grinder plug in there because just in case they bring it back we get to claim credit for it because oh exactly we're we're talking about it
1: so basically what we're gonna do is like like, let's take a look um kind of division by division take a look at the wild card see where things are and um maybe point and laugh a little bit uh (laughs) and to like really really ignore the fact that we are picking up rocks in our glass house just uh you know let's kind of ignore that because that takes the fun out of it
2: yeah yeah i uh i pete i actually like to think that we're picking up um uh, uh at least jagged nerf darts <laughs> you know because it, it's not like we're coming from a place that has any any clout right now anyway so it'd be like it'd be like throwing tennis balls inside of a glass house hoping that something happens but yeah um
0: so so yeah, so, okay. yeah
2: go uh, what what do we want to start in the east or do we want to start in the west cuz spoiler alert I think things are I think there's one team in the east that we can definitely 100% guarantee is in the playoffs. Yes, right. The New York Islanders.
1: <laughs> I mean <laughs> they're pretty close but okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um all right so we will get to that team in just a second like let's start with the Metro. So yeah. right now, as it stands, uh, and, and by the way, we are recording this before the games on Friday night. So there's going to be games on Friday night, on Saturday, on Sunday, if you listen to this when it first comes out. So we are, you know, we're going to be a couple of days behind. And we will we will eat crow. Oh, yeah. If we get anything wrong.
2: So that just shows you just how, how dedicated we are to being. To being the, the hostess with the mostists. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the the way the metro is set up, um, Pete, I I would I, I'm actually fine with its current layout. I'm actually, I mean, gosh, you know, like look at so w- with the moves that Washington made. I mean, you know, getting Nick Jensen, marquee <laughs> player. Yeah. Um, you know them them leading. I guess I guess that makes sense, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm 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 very uh, excited about the jostling between. New York and Pittsburgh, because that, because right now that would be the, that would be the matchup. Yes. If I, if I remember correctly from the, oh, what is it? Um, you, do you remember, you know, the, 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 the great hall of staircases from Harry Potter, you know, the ones that keep moving yes. and the students are forced to, to re-memorize a traffic pattern to get back to, to get back to their houses. Yeah. That's what, that's what it feels like the playoff format is mm-hmm. like, you, you think you get a handle on it and then. And then a a team moves and then everything else moves. So that that's, that's very
0: fun.
1: Yeah. So, you know, so basically if you're um, obviously there's different sites to look at, but if you're looking at NHL.com and you're taking a look at the division, uh, basically there's like a wild card uh, option on there. And so basically the two, the two seed and the three seed in each division are going to play each other. So right now in the Metro, that's the Islanders and Pittsburgh. Now Columbus right now is in the second wild card. They are the other team in the Metro that is in right now in a playoff uh, position. Uh, and like, we're going to talk about the only other team that really has a shot is Montreal. I mean, Philly technically does, but I it, it, like, it's one of those things where because of the three point games, etc. cetera, it's designed to make it seem like your team has a shot, but they really don't. So I'm of course not saying that Philly is a hundred percent out of it, but it would be very unlikely for them to uh, jump Montreal, jump Columbus, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but as
2: it, th- in, in, in any case,
1: Pete, mm-hmm. I feel like this is the perfect situation where you,
2: it, again, I don't want to speak for everybody, but at least for me, the way that I'm looking at it right now, this would be a great case that I would use if I was ever, in the room arguing against the three point game, mm-hmm. you know, like if we just went back to, Hey, regardless of whether or not you win or lose, you get two points and, and you don't. Yeah. <laughs> if you lose. So that see where Philly is right now. Okay. So with like, you know, fewer than 13 games across the board to play, you know, it, it kind of sucks that though, though that's, that's a considerable chunk of change right there that could change the stuff drastically. But like you said, because of the way the point distribution could could be handed out, like it, it, it's almost like DOA anyway. But they're so close, so it's like it's just it. It's kind of like when I figured out how football works, <laughs> because because uh, once I found out that football is just pretty much about clock management, uh, I got really mad <laughs> and 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 really frustrated, and then really sad too, because the entire country is. Uh, uh, clenched clenched by the by the groin area by the nfl yeah. because they're all they're all fans of the sport that intentionally within the strat the stratagem employed by the teams has to do with just screwing the other team because there's not enough time on the clock yeah. which is which is like at the end of the day Okay, great. You 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 figured out this fun way to be really cerebral, mm-hmm. but for a sport that tends to market itself as being this hard-hitting, gut-wrenching, like grueling man's man game where it just turns out that you could be a chess master at it and not really have to care about the yeah. people. It's 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 amusing. Yeah. So, basically the short interruption I'm saying is this is a point perfect example that it would be against that I would use against continuing to have three-point games because it's just dumb right yeah. now it's just dumb
1: so so now the interesting thing here is that right now the Islanders are two points behind Washington with a game in hand um, and if they get a regulation win uh, I'm sorry a regulation or an overtime win, then they will be tied actually they will be tied with all like with uh, Washington and Pittsburgh for 38 ROW. And I know that that's a tiebreaker. I don't know what the tiebreaker after that is. Um, If it's going to still seem like it might be a thing for next episode, we will look it up and and let you know. But basically if, um, if the Islanders like the Islanders have a game in hand on Washington. So if they win that, they're going to be tied with them in points. Um, And Pittsburgh has the same number of games played as Washington and they are four points behind right now. So if the Islanders win their next game, then they uh them and Washington will be four points up on Pittsburgh, all having played the same number of games with 11 games remaining. So basically, it looks like those three are going to finish top three in the Metro in some order. That's that's what seems uh, most likely, because then Columbus is six points behind right now uh, of Pittsburgh. But they do have a game in hand, so it'll be interesting to see if Columbus You know, if Columbus goes on a tear and one of those three teams goes on a long losing streak, Columbus could break into that top three. But as of right now, it looks like um, it's going to be those top three in some order. Uh, And then whoever finishes first is going to play right now, either Carolina or Montreal. Um, Well, actually, I, I guess Columbus could be in that picture, too. Because it doesn't matter what division they're in for the wild card. It's just uh, Washington or whoever finishes first in the Metro is going to play the better of the two wild card teams. Because another team is going to play the worst of the two, and I don't think that's going to change. Um, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, so I guess here we'll jump into the Atlantic too, because then we can kind of throw this all together into one Eastern Conference picture. Basically, well, yeah. well
2: Pete, Pete, real yeah. quick. I have a gut check question oh for okay. you, An on the spot yes. thing. Had Ovechkin not be allowed or uh, not taken his little uh, self-imposed sabbatical from uh, from the All Star game, is Washington where they're at right now? So uh, I'm not saying he's the only reason for their offense. Yeah. I mean, he could have easily been. A weak, but I, I, he is a when we're to, when we're talking about linchpins, <laughs> what the very definition of what the 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 cornerstone, the 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 main mast of what teams are comprised of. I mean, Alexander Ovechkin is a sterling example across the board for any of that. So I guess I'm curious. The man apparently has no cup hangover whatsoever. So even if they did have that, do you think they'd still be where they're at right now? Or is this a they are doing exactly what mostly any other team that's tried to go back-to-back recently. I mean, say for Pittsburgh, because they did go back-to-back. But
1: Now, wait. You know, like, do you mean that had he not sat out the game as a result? Right, yeah,
2: because didn't he get an extended rest? And then, obviously, there's the CBA-mandated week off that everybody gets, right? So, like, he got that, but then he also got the, you know, whatever extra days of not having to deal with any of the All-Star festivities and stuff. Basically, I'm just wondering, you know, do we think that Ovechkin is, you know, cuz he again keeps breaking yeah. records still. So like do do you think Washington is number 1 in the metro if he's if if he wasn't allowed to basically seize his own destiny okay. with not playing I, in 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 the All Star. Yeah,
1: game? I see what you're saying. I I wasn't sure exactly what you were going for. Yeah, um I mean, I think I think it definitely could have a part to play. I'm not comfortable really making it a definitive answer one way or the other.
2: So you are now the embodiment of my favorite Futurama. I have no strong feelings one way or the other. And then roaring. Yes, I am.
1: uh, I I (laughs) am not the proper person for this era of hot takery.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I, I will, I will in your stead, give the hot take is, uh, I don't think Washington is number one if 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 Ovechkin uh, didn't take okay. that break because I, I think he's – I think we're and, – and it's kind of funny how this has gone extremely under the yeah. radar, at, le- at least from what I've seen. But for a guy that went light speed mm-hmm. in celebrating a cup win and to see him in this form right now mm-hmm. – If they go back to back, then expect the manual book on partying and then coming back and winning another cup to be written solely in his solely in his hands that that would be the highest selling skills uh, instructional ever, ever committed to paper. And and frankly, I think the world would be better for it because whatever whatever he's doing, whatever regimen he's on, whatever, however many eggs he's eating or however many staircases he's running or however many lambs he's sacrificing to, to Cthulhu. I mm. don't know, but it's working. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: like,
2: there Insta- you go. But as you yeah. said, let's, let's start talking about <laughs> this other team. That's that. Oh yeah. God.
1: This- <laughs> I was going to say in Soviet Russia, cup hangovers. You <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah. So the Atlantic uh, Tampa Bay is, uh, has launched themselves into the stratosphere. Um, <laughs> now here, here, here's like a ridiculous stat. Okay. So out of all the teams that are in playoff contention right now, Tampa Bay has a plus 44 goal differential above the second place team. Tampa Bay's goal differential is plus 90. Toronto is second <laughs> with plus 46. No other team is over thirty four,
0: so they are almost
1: triple the third place team. Like that is insane. Anyway, so <laughs> Tampa Bay is 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 just ridiculous. Um, I uh, I forget if it was Jefferson in uh, Hamilton said uh, he they are a force unto themselves. So <laughs> I think yeah. it was Jefferson. Um, so Tampa Bay uh, is clearly going to finish first. Uh, but then the interesting thing is we have Boston and Toronto most likely finishing second and third in some order, meaning that they would play each other. So right right now they are basically fighting for home ice advantage in the first round against the other team. And then when we look down to the wild card. We have Carolina, Columbus and Montreal. Like we said before, Philadelphia technically is still in it. Florida is two points behind Philly. They are technically still in it, but it really seems like for all intents and purposes, Carolina, Columbus, and Montreal are one of, one of those teams is going to be on the outside looking in. The other two are most likely going to be your wild card teams in the Eastern Conference. So right now, the way it shakes up is uh, Montreal is tied with Columbus. They both have 81 points. Columbus has a game in hand on Montreal. Carolina is two points ahead of both of them. But Carolina has a game in hand on Columbus and two games in hand on Montreal. So right now, Carolina is looking pretty good. It doesn't look like they're going to catch Toronto or Boston for the actual division spot, but it's looking pretty good that they are going to be in the playoffs. Um, so, Jay, here's, so here's a question for you. Out of those three teams, which one do you think doesn't make it?
2: In the Atlantic? Yes. Boston. No, that's. I mean, okay. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying it. I, I am submitting any and all of my superstitious, awesome powers to stop the Boston Bruins in their tracks, so that Carolina can can do. Because I think again, Peter. I think the storm surge is is fueling their fire. And okay, but
1: you do realize that Carolina is 10 points behind Boston right now.
2: Yes, and okay. I'm saying now is the time for miracles, my young friend. Oh so I, uh, okay, all right. If you want a more realistic thing, because <laughs> I, maybe I was being willfully obtuse there because let's just remember, folks, I hate Boston. So yeah. let's, let's get that out of the way. From those three teams, I don't think – I don't think Columbus has it, even though they load it up. I don't think they have it. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying that we're all going to be gifted another Boston, Toronto series where we can once again, burr the new, it was four four to one. one. It it was four to one.
1: (laughs) I think, I, I, I think that Columbus not making the playoffs, like for me is the best and the worst outcome. And here's why I think it's the best outcome Because it would be absolutely hilarious. Oh yes, to see Columbus mortgage their future for for the present and then not get the present. Like I think that would be like not even get into the playoffs. I think that would be just from a pure comedy standpoint. That would be amazing. Now, from a serious standpoint, I actually do think it's the worst case scenario, and here's why, because. So many times we say, hey, the NHL, they always play it safe. They they don't rock the boat. They don't try new things. And Columbus, God bless them, they went for it. They said, <laughs> this is our window. We are going to try. And I really admire that. I really think that that is something that I want to see other teams do. And I think that we have learned. If we have learned nothing else about the NHL, we have learned that if somebody tries something and fails, then nobody else will ever try it for another generation. (laughs) So (laughs) now obviously I'm being hyperbolic, but the point remains, it is true. If teams try something and it doesn't work, you know, I mean, look at, you know, look, look at how much crap Florida has gotten because of the computer boys. Now, obviously that is all distorted, but it's the same basic idea. They yeah. tried something new, now they didn't see it through and they basically reversed everything and that's where all the problems came from, but yep. um but the the general wisdom is, oh hey, they you know, if they hadn't done that then they would be just fine. So unfortunately that's the way that the NHL operates and I would like to see that change. So because of that, that part of me is hoping for um Columbus to make the playoffs and do well however I do think that the the chaotic side of me that just loves hilarious things is probably winning out here and I hope they don't make it so we'll see (laughs) (laughs) although yeah like if I had to pick I would say I don't like I don't think Montreal is going to make it
2: okay all right I this this is the, the only thing that I'm worried about with that is due to um See, this is what's weird. I don't think how many and, and how many times has this been said over the last decade, Peter? The Montreal Canadiens haven't necessarily had like a super strong team. It's because of Carey Price, right? Like this man is obnoxiously good. He just passed Plant against the Red Wings. We were all there. <laughs> we all saw it happen. Yeah. This guy's the winningest ever in Canadiens history, right? So. It is uh, the only thing I'm learning is that all he needs, he's he could totally put on his infinity gauntlet and just be amazing price at the ex- at the exact right time. And then, you know, it's anybody else that falls out. But I, 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 based on what you said, yeah, I can totally see Montreal not making it, but it will be contingent upon Kerry Price being okay.
0: Mm.
2: If he's just okay, then that means teams are going to be like, eh, kind of wishy washy. We'll, 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 we'll beat him. We may not, we may not. But if, if Kerry Price turns into, uh, you know, Superman, which, okay. Mm-hmm. For those of you who were watching the Canadians Red Wings game, I, I don't think you couldn't ignore the fact that after he made a ridiculous, like it was like a quadruple save or something mm-hmm. while they were playing the video, the bell center was serenaded with John Williams Superman score. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, if I'm Carrie price and I hear that, I'm I'm playing with with like laser blinder vision on for the <laughs> for forever. So, well, I mean,
1: that's the thing why is I'm like, like carry price has not been that good this year.
2: Right. Overall. But, he's, yeah. but yeah, like it's it's just weird that he has. You know, and, and this is the other thing I was going to I was going to ask you about with Columbus, too, you know, in trying something or getting into a place and then. You know, look, look at look at what Edmonton did, right? They they overachieved, and everybody thought, "Yep, here it is, the dynasty starts now," and they're in shambles. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you think like you're on that right track, but then there's like a critical misstep somewhere. So, you know, it, like it, it would be really funny if Kerry Price turned on like amazing right now. And that convinces Bergerman that to just do more incredulously st- stupid yeah. moves. <laughs> so like Carrie Price being like, so, so has probably brought Bergerman like back down to earth in terms of being, you know, doing more work and in the trades that you pull. So when it comes to Columbus, I mean, it'd be really funny if they, if they just also didn't make it, but then the flip side, Pete, how how does Matt Duchesne come back from any of this? Uh How, how does he go to sleep? How does anybody talk to him on the street? He has to be staring at the sky whenever he's not on the ice. Yeah. To be like, why, what, what, what have I done?
1: Please speak to me. I
2: shall, I, I
1: repent. I recant. (laughs) It's like, what is this monkey that I see before (laughs) me that is missing a paw? (laughs) <laughs> what's, what's going on? <laughs> what are you doing with that monkey spa? Okay. Um... <laughs> All right. So <laughs> as it's just the Jay and
2: Pete giggling yeah. about monkey Paw Hour for those just joining us.
1: I was going to say, I, as, as is usual, we've ranted a little bit. So um, <laughs> we need to move into the Western conference or else uh, this, this whole podcast is going to be a, one segment in an interview. Uh, so, although Moving, I mean, that, that's wow. not, that's not that terrible. All right. You know, uh, don't
2: tease me with that, Pete, because yeah. I would love to move back to the Western conference. Cause yeah. from what it sounds like, if you could guarantee the way the wings were playing right now, hmm. They would be in serious playoff contention.
1: Uh, I, just, I, don't, I don't buy that. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, okay. So in the Western Conference, in the Central Division, we have Winnipeg, Nashville, and Dallas in that order right now. Um, let's see. So Winnipeg, uh, Nashville, Dallas. Then in the wild card, St. Louis has 79 points, which is what Dallas has. So St. Louis is definitely in there. Minnesota is five points back. Then after that, we get Colorado and Chicago that are five points. Oh wait, sorry. Seven points and eight points back. I I mean, technically, I guess they're still in it, but it's like the same thing that we talked about before. I mean, I think it's pretty much Minnesota in you know contention with Dallas. Like those could potentially switch um, along with St. Louis. So – that's what we have in the Western, in the Central, in the Pacific. Um, we have San Jose and Calgary are are neck and neck. Uh, San Jose right now is ninety four points. Calgary is ninety three. Vegas has eighty one. And so again, here's here's something interesting, right? So we have, if we're looking at the wild card picture, St. Louis was seventy nine. Arizona was seventy seven. And in the divisions, we have Dallas with seventy nine. Vegas with eighty one. So both of those teams are, are in contention to get a division spot, right? Uh, yep. And then again, we have Minnesota to be honest. It's probably just Minnesota. Well, I guess Colorado, Colorado's is two points behind Minnesota with a game in hand. So I guess if we're saying Minnesota is still in it, we got to say Colorado is still in it. Um, Chicago is not that far behind. So basically the Pacific is, a, is, has a lot more chance of change. Uh, in teams that are on the outside looking in, uh, t- making it into the playoffs. So I guess let me just do like a general question. Like, so what's your what's your thoughts on the Western playoff picture? Like, how do you think this is going to shake out? Well,
2: um, here's the one thing that I was I'm very curious about. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, Patrick Liney is not. Leading the Rocket Richard thing like you and I predicted at the beginning of the year? Yeah. Is that okay? So here we are with, you know, 10 or so games left remaining. I have a bold theory that the Winnipeg Brass sat down and said, listen, we tried you scoring a bunch during the regular season and then not in the (laughs) postseason. So what we're going to need you to do is throttle it down a bit. In the regular season, and then just go to f- go to eleven <laughs> once we make the playoffs. So, what—that's a kind of my roundabout way of saying that I—I I fully expect that the that I—I'm I, very surprised that Winnipeg is where they are given the lack of what Line A has been doing. Yeah, and that—not uh, saying that. Yes, I'm the king of, of basically saying teams are only where they are because of one person, which I look forward to getting lit up with, uh, if at all, about um, on, on, the, on the very friendly place that is the Internet. But um, I – Pete, I'm rooting for St. Louis to, to unseat Dallas because I, I just – I don't know if there's one hard luck case that I just really want to see maybe something really nice happen for him. It's, it's St. Okay. Louis. So I, so I, I think the change is going to be that St. Louis is going to unseat Dallas. And I think Arizona is going to make a run for it, but Las Vegas just got Mark Stone. So yeah, <laughs> I think, I think that's the only change that I, I think is, I, th- I think it'll be close. Mm-hmm. I think Arizona could, you know, like perk some ears, but I, I, the only thing I see changing is 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 St. Louis getting getting just ahead of Dallas to to take number three in this.
1: Yeah, game. I mean, um, because of time considerations, I definitely want to move on pretty quickly. But um, <laughs> I just wanted to say, I am all for Arizona making the playoffs because I think I forget somebody said it on Twitter today. I wish I could give credit for them, uh, but it was it was a really funny thing was. i i I, i'm gonna guess i want to say it was mike fail uh who has like you know really great twitter twitter account and he said something along the line i think Cass silverman uh was talking about arizona like how they're back in the playoff picture etc and then mike fail was like yeah it's um it's really tough to figure out how this happened oh they're finally healthy (laughs)
0: for once in
1: the entire season and hey they're actually playing good so um i think it's it's going to be interesting i i i i always i always feel and i think in the in our season preview we talked about this i always feel like i'm one year behind the curve like or actually ahead of the curve because i always think something's going to happen and then i predict it and it doesn't and then the next year it happens or you know comes close to happening or whatever and so I keep thinking. Basically, with me, it's been well, just like with a lot of people, it's been Carolina and Arizona. Like this is the year. This is the year that they take the step forward. Um <laughs> And I, I, I really do think it's interesting to see that um now that they're they're finally somewhat healthy, that they seem to be. Again, I'm not going to say a lock, but they seem to be, you know, in, in a pretty good position to make the playoffs. And I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens if, and when they do, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in that city. Um, You know, does, uh, you know, do people fill the arena for the playoffs? That would be awesome. Um, I mean, obviously the alternate would be pretty bad (laughs) if they don't, but it'll be interesting to see. I mean, like, I think, you know, I mean, I grew up in, in Connecticut and now I live in New Jersey. And for those people that don't know, basically the New Jersey devils have been famous for, lackluster attendance during the regular season and then oh hey it's the playoffs cool let's go so um it'll be interesting to see
2: yeah yeah I again they're still missing uh key players like uh Chris pronger and Pat oh yes Dath, absolutely. absolutely I think they're putting yeah, <laughs> I think they're putting together a a really really phenomenal thing that's happening and um I think there was uh I don't know I if if, i I did i also saw another tweet where they were saying um what what, what's this is it good does this mean that chayka knows what he's doing does that mean people will have to re-examine their opinions (laughs) (laughs) so so i'm all for the uh re the the re-evaluation of what uh what people have thought all this time so um which is good, all for the better because I I pegged Benedict Cumberbatch to play Chaka in the Arizona Coyote story. So if they make the playoffs and then win the cup, this then I I'm set. Yeah. I am so excited for the TV movie that should come out of this. But uh, as far as TV movies go, we're still waiting on the John Scott story. So I think I think the John Cha I think the the, the Chaka story would be um, a little bit further down the pipeline here. But uh, you know, let's I I <laughs> yeah Pete. it it would be hilarious because that means for the first time two whiteouts will happen in the playoffs because Winnipeg and Arizona will both be in. So that'll be, that'll be pretty funny. Yeah. Basically like, um, I want, I want for that to happen. I want to go to
1: there. (laughs) As you're talking, I'm flipping through my, uh, my, my, my newly, newly refound, uh, animated gift folder that I have where I save all of my favorite ones and I have to find the, um, the Sherlock one with Benedict Cumberbatch coming, coming out of the house and saying, the game is on. Uh, And then I I have to uh, put uh, John Chica's face over that. So (laughs) anyway. um, Yeah. So, so, so that's a look at the playoff picture. Obviously, a lot is going to be determined by the time we record the next episode. So we're hoping that it's settled down enough that we can have our playoff preview next time. Uh, You know, so make, make sure to come back for that. But coming up next, we have our interview with Kate freeze, right? So Kate freeze is coming back for the second time. Uh, We recorded this last night. It was a fantastic interview. It was was a lot of fun. Um, It's pretty loosey goosey in terms of like, uh, you know, topics and questions, but I think in, in a fun and interesting way we uh it, it was a really good conversation it was a really good flow to it um so i'm excited for people to listen to it and here it is our guest for this episode we have another returning champion we've had we've had several this guest is coming back all the way from episode 6 right back in our infancy we were just learning to walk uh maybe we were crawling i don't know um, and, uh, so, you know, so we, we got to talk to her, uh, a, a while back. And so coming back on is our good friend, Kate freeze, who is a, uh, a, a photographer, a photojournalist uh, for a lot of different things. Uh, the main thing that our, our hockey listeners would know her from is from her hockey photography for the Philadelphia flyers. Um, her website is KateFreeze.com. And you can follow her on all the social medias. Her Twitter is Kate Freeze Photo. Um, And we'll talk about that, you know, at the end of the episode. But, um, Kate, thank you so much for stopping by again.
3: Oh, I am happy to be here, guys. That was really episode six. It
1: was. Uh, yeah, I couldn't wow. believe it. I could not believe it. Like I was um, I was telling my wife, Nikki, uh, we started uh, like a Law & Order SVU podcast together. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And. We so we're recapping old episodes and we're doing like you know three at a time so it's you know it's not going to be like 400 podcast episodes mm-hmm. and we got to like halfway through season one i was like there's no way this is season one this was a lot later so mm-hmm. apparently i'm not really good with time
3: that's funny i can't wow i mean what what episode number is this now
1: this is 44. 409. <laughs> 409 <laughs> <episode. guys. laughs> so, okay. So we talked to you, the mailbag. I just looked it up was September 15th, 2017. So okay. that's about a year and a half ago.
3: Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Time flies, huh?
1: Yeah. So, well, so it's been about a year and a half, right? So obviously yeah. we'll talk about specific stuff, but mm-hmm. so since the last time we talked uh, to you, what have you been up to? Like what's new? What's the updates? What's, uh, what's going on?
3: Yeah, so um I mean obviously like you know flyers haven't gotten rid of me yet, so I'm still mm-hmm. doing my thing. Um just a couple like you know publication changes. So the athletic ended up taking me on as a freelancer, and I'm still with them, been with them for like, you know, a little over a year now, so that's been really exciting. That's been allowing me to have some different opportunities, which have been pretty great, and you know, added a couple other publications to my roster. Um there's a new publication that came out this season called The Daily Puck, which is one run by all women so that's pretty excited to be a part of that and of course you know which I'm sure we'll get to it later maybe mm-hmm. I'm like introducing it too soon but mm-hmm. we had the introduction of my friend Gritty so mm-hmm. yeah a lot has kind of happened um you know still still living in Philly still you know doing it all so yeah
2: <laughs> yeah I'm glad you brought the brought up uh, his orange magnificence because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to ask as a as a person who's pretty much I feel like you had like kind of a ground zero first uh-huh. look at whatever,
0: <laughs>
2: whatever we have yet to determine what gritty is in fact is. Um, <laughs> so, uh, how how did you find out? What w- did you find out? Like the rest of us, or did like was there like some sort of it? Again, you're you're totally free to uh-huh. say that you know due to. Non-disclosure agreements. I I assume they had everybody signed to keep uh, gritty under wraps until the the until the opportune moment. But um, what 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 was it like in your basically in in your neighborhood when um I just when the world changed?
3: Yeah, it it seriously did. He did change the world. So um, <laughs> I kind of knew something was up um, over the summer after talking to a few of my friends that worked directly for the team, and they were just like you're not ready for this season I was just like yeah I'm pretty ready for hockey to come back like it's the summer like I miss it you know it's at the point that like camps were over so I was like okay let's do that they're just like but no you're really not ready so I'm like okay they're like you know I just like I, I was like whatever that means that's okay so I'm just like la da so there was a I guess like a town hall type thing where they introduced him I was not there so I literally found out about him on Twitter like pretty much all the other Flyers fans did and I lost my mind <laughs> um kind of not in a good way because so um up until kind of recently, I had a horrible fear of mascots. So this was like my worst nightmare coming true. Um, I mean, we're talking to the point that like I'd have panic attacks being around mascots like at other hockey games and stuff like that. So I was just like, you got to be kidding me. I had to be around a mascot now while doing my job. Like, please, you know, as if like uh, drunk fans aren't bad enough. Mm-hmm. So now we have that on top of it. So I was like panicking. And plus, I mean when he first came out like everyone was just like what the heck is this like you know (laughs) what are you doing like you know this is just like you know a distraction from like you know whatever they're going to be doing this season which it kind of was in the beginning when they were playing horribly but um yeah it it, he wasn't really taken too well but then um other fans of other teams started making fun of him so that's when we were just like hold on he's our monster how dare you make fun of our you know then we of course like adopted him and just now it's gritty madness over here so
1: (laughs) oh yeah absolutely like like jay and i have have uh have chronicled our journey from uh almost hating gritty to now Mm -hmm. being one of his you know two of his biggest evangelists so Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i mean basically gritty changes you i think i think that's how you how we can best put it yeah (laughs)
3: yeah he does he's you know it's it's really it's really cool because for me um I mean I had a first like a couple panic attacks my first like few interactions with him but being forced to be around him like he literally changed my life like I now don't have a fear of mascots anymore (laughs) and like you know I, I mean being like a huge sports fan working in the industry like that is kind of big it makes my life a little bit easier so yeah he did change my life you know it's it's kind of crazy
1: yeah so now this, this is kind of putting you on the spot so like if you can't uh-huh. come up with something right away that's okay we can we can edit this out and go to another question but okay so obviously gritty has been all over the place he's been uh you know uh i was gonna say parachuting that, that that'll that be the next step you know he's been he's right. been you know fast roping down from the ceiling uh mm-hmm. onto the ice he mm-hmm. has gone streaking at the winter classic yeah. etc so uh-huh. let's say in a perfect world now that you've gotten over your fear of mascots right mm-hmm. the the philadelphia flyers organization came to you and said we want to involve like we want to do something with gritty and you we want you to be featured in the next big gritty spectacle like oh how would that, how would that go like, <laughs> like, like, like through um, like lately like, like, like your your dream interaction with gritty that everybody could see and you'd be like this is awesome this is like the highlight of yeah. my year
3: um i would totally want to do so it it's funny that you say this because i um I would I've always wanted since he came to be I always wanted to do kind of like a model like fashion shoot with him mm-hmm. because uh, and then, of course, last night on his um, Instagram, he posted a video of him at the Project Runway set, which <laughs> some people, most people don't really know this Bobby, but I am a huge Project Runway fan. I have watched every single season, and if he is on Project Runway, I'm going to lose my mind. Mm. But I would love, for me, I would just love, maybe it's a little selfish, but I would want to do a photo shoot with him, like, you know, be it, like, in the studio or, like, out, like, ideally, it'd be cool to be on the streets of Philadelphia and just coming up with all all of these like different, like high end kind of, I mean, talking like high production, like, you know, really high quality, like beautiful images, images of him around like, you know, different parts of Philadelphia. That would be my, my, my dream.
1: Well, that would be awesome. I mean, and you never know. We might be able to make that happen. I mean, uh, I mean,
3: yeah, I could probably pull some strings and probably make it happen. You know, yeah. so if any of the, you know, front office, if you guys listen to this, when this mm-hmm. comes live, you know, you know, my, you know, my email address, Zach Hill has my number. So hit me up. Yeah. Plus, I mean, like, like one of
1: our, uh, one of our winging at Motown uh, people, Jeff, he, uh, mm-hmm. he works for the, uh, like, like he works in the Philly arena. And uh mm-hmm. I know he's met Gritty. I know that he uh mm-hmm. I remember he he said to me before the winter classic, he's like, I know what gritty's gonna do and he wouldn't tell me. So so I, I think he might have the connections, uh, you know, if the two of you team up, we might be able to make this a reality. Yeah.
3: I would love it. See, the the crazy thing was, is like all the photographers, we didn't know what was happening. I think maybe the team photographer knew and some of the Getty people, but at the stadium series, we didn't know he was going to be coming down from like, you know, the top of the uh, stadium. Mm. We didn't know he was going to be streaking. So like that was as much a surprise to me as anyone. And I was absolutely losing my mind.
1: (laughs) I was too. I was too.
3: Yeah. I think we all were. I heard that on wherever they were airing it, that they had like a sensor bar over him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's absolutely hilarious, but no, we—I mean, Austin person—we got to—we got to see it all, and that's like a—you know—I cannot erase that from my mind. So, so basically,
1: so. it's going to be like the full Monty, two, the full Grady. Yeah. Oh my god, i Oh, it. me too.
3: It's, it's 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 too. It was just too much. Like I, it was one of those instances where like it was hard for me to do my job because I was laughing so hard. My whole body was (laughs) shaking. So I had to keep working because I was like, of course I want pictures of this, like, you know, miraculously thing. It's so funny, but I'm like cracking up while trying to shoot. So it's like maybe every like five frames that I take one was in focus. Cause all the rest of the time I was like shaking so hard, trying to not to laugh. So yeah.
2: Oh man, we're just, we're just, we're just all gritnesses. It's, it's, it is what it is. Um, Yeah. uh, Kate, I wanted to, on a technical side of things, uh, Mm -hmm. ask you a question. What, um, in 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 the time that has transpired since last we spoke, is there Mm -hmm. kind of of like the way Kobe used to like, you know, learn a Texas two step in the off season to like add Mm -hmm. to his arsenal? What, Mm -hmm. what, what have you added to your to your equipment? Have you found a new perch from which to capture games or or, or or have you learned any new um any new tricks of the trade that fans might be might be interested in knowing from the photography side i i, I know myself i only recently discovered um the the exact m- meaning of what the photo assignments are at little mm-hmm. caesar's arena because yeah. it was it was kind of typed out a little odd but you know mm-hmm. once you figured out you're like oh okay so this is where everybody's at and this is what period yeah. they're there for so um yeah yeah
3: so i i mean all i'm i have not upgraded my gear much at all i did get one new um long lens but i'm like way overdue for an upgrade so this this um summer i'm hoping to get a new camera body but i just tried some new techniques this season that i hadn't done um i was shooting through a prism which is going to give some kind of like you know funky distortion like a little bit of rainbows and like some just like something different to add to it it's normally used for like portrait work so I've been doing a little bit of that I've been working um, on improving my panning which is when you have like the player in focus and the background is like blurry mm. so that's actually really hard to do you maybe get like one good picture out of like a like hundred that you take trying to do a, um, effect because it's using uh, slow shutter speed so I've been trying to master that I had a Shot from the mezzanine levels in a while, so I've been doing a little bit of that for more of like an overhead effect. Um, So yeah, I've been doing a a few new things. I still am continuing to do like double exposures and stuff like that. I'm hoping to actually bring one, uh, a couple of my film cameras to game pretty soon here and get some like film images just because, you know, I guess that's the art nerd in me. So I just want to do a little bit of that just, you know, just because I can, (laughs) I guess. Um, But yeah, it's, you know, not, not too much new stuff a little bit here and there, but, you know, kind of the same old for me, just, you know, trying to improve though, you know, obviously every season that comes. So
2: that's, that's phenomenal. I, I'm, I'm excited to get the ideas and, and updates on, on those who are pretty up close to the game. I myself Mm -hmm. have been trying to figure out um, different ways to, to either add to my equipment or, Mm -hmm. or, or anything else. Um, I will say though, I think you and I both need to take it a step further. If we're getting really, really lo fi with our, Mm -hmm. with our stuff, screw film. I want to bring an easel (laughs) with some, with a canvas (laughs) And and in our, I I want to be at the between between the home bench and the corner
0: right. with the glass
2: open, and I just want to Ross be there. Yep, just talking to people like, "Hey, so what what do you think I should do with this?" It's like, "Oh, yeah. well, it's exactly what you would want it to be." It's it's
3: isn't, isn't there a guy at the Olympics that does that? Is that a thing, or am I like completely making that up in my head? in I mean, the summer olympics i
2: mean i would have i would have totally i mean i believe you i'm not i'm, I'm not here to judge peter
3: I, do I don't know but i think i remember that being a thing but yeah i think that would be that'd be pretty incredible you know i'll i'll say i don't really i'm not really good at painting or i mean i can paint and draw because i am an art major but i'd probably be sitting next to you maybe like taking it up and like doing some wood block carvings <laughs> and doing some prints and things like that yeah i mean People would be so confused if we did that kind
2: of a movie. <laughs> Pete's there with his with his charcoal.
0: Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I'm trying to
2: capture the essence of the spearing uh-huh, in, in uh-huh. into his into his neck area. That's, yeah, exactly. Uh, just capture the anguish. I mean,
1: I was just thinking, like, what if we had? Hockey like versions of like the courtroom reporters or like the courtroom sketch artists. <gasps> oh yeah, the courtroom sketch artists. Oh, man. That would be yeah. so funny. I mean, like I'm just like I would pay for like this the the courtroom sketch artist version of like Brad Marchand doing anything.
3: What if we put them in the penalty box while they're sitting there? (laughs) Oh yeah! You got your two minutes. You have two minutes to make like or whatever penalty is. You got two minutes, like you know, get this sketched. That'd be so funny! Oh my gosh! Oh man!
2: Glad we're coming up with these ideas and um, hopefully willing to act on them. Because I I I don't. I'm already logistically thinking about how I can actually get this done. <laughs> just getting down there, at least yeah. with you know like a small sketch pad, at least get some some right. wire work or um, or shape work down. It's like, all right, this is uh, here's a nice photo of Nikita Kucherov. Uh huh. Um, he's he just took a slashing penalty, so you can see the pain. Yeah. In uh-huh. his face, he
3: sits in the box and he feels yeah. shame. <laughs> you you you
2: you feel shame.
1: Oh man. <laughs> to to get ready for this i actually downloaded episode six and listened back to the interview today uh which is which is oh, yeah. how i remember when I, when I talked before about i was like oh my god the audio uh-huh. quality was so terrible um and w- yeah. we've gotten a lot better and uh-huh. one of the things that we talked about was your influences you know david lynch um you talked we talked a mm-hmm. lot about rear window i think at one point uh mm-hmm. jay basically mm-hmm. tried to make this a rear window podcast um And so, you know, since it's been, you know, about uh, a year and a half. So what have you seen visually, like either television, movies or like any other kind of influence that has influenced you either either in hockey? Right. Obviously, or in any of your other type of photography.
3: Oh, man. Oh my gosh, what have I even been watching? I mean, I've honestly, like, I've been watching more TV shows than movies lately, which is kind of, like, not like me. Um, I'm trying to think what I've been watching that was just, like, really visually stunning. Um, I've been getting into the show Gotham and I think I don't really actually like I mean I like Batman and everything that whole story but like I am just like so obsessed with how that TV show is Mm -hmm. shot and how kind of film noir and kind of like I mean I'm you know my obvious taste like you know even like thinking back to like that first time we talked I just really like a film noir Mm -hmm. look and I do I guess incorporate a little bit of that in my work I do these second edits where I will cut out the background change up the lighting to make it really dynamic and like put it on a put like a player on like a black Mm -hmm. backdrop and kind of create this really kind of dramatic effect with that so i guess like that's probably some inspiration coming from you know in the back of my head from my film noir obsession i guess you know i really haven't been gosh i mean what movies have i even seen that would be like you know visually appealing i mean the only thing i really think about right now is uh Mm. gotham so i mean everything else is just kind of like standard you know whatever not really visually appealing like can, i can't really think of anything else that's awful
1: that's okay i was going to yeah. ask have you seen legion on fx
3: i tried to start hmm. that i've tried <laughs> to watch it so many times um which i'm super interested in the whole backstory it's just i think it's just a lot for me to kind of handle because there's a, so much going on in that show i think it's one of those shows that you have to kind of like watch a few times to really catch because there's so many different intricacies mm. to it right and i just haven't gotten into that i've been watching um what's it called uh is it doom squad um is that a thing there's that i've been watching deadly class um you know i do like all the all the superhero stuff i just saw captain marvel which is amazing um, oh yeah it was so good oh it was some oh so good so good. It definitely did the uh i think it like did the comic justice and then some like mm. i think they Im- actually improved on the comic so yeah um yeah but you know yeah i i love all the all the superhero stuff i watch pretty much all of them um i don't even really like like things like arrow and like the flash i don't really like the, how the cw handles a lot of it but i still watch those just because they're in the universe of mm. the shows that I and they, they're starting to they started to um overlap like a season ago so now i watch all of them they got me they got me hooked i'm a sucker
1: yeah, I mean I, I think like the pilot of Legion is probably one of my favorite pilots almost mm-hmm. ever. Like mm-hmm. it just visually, it's just visually unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. and yeah, like like the first season was, in my opinion, was one of the best seasons of television I've seen in a while. Uh-huh. The second season was really interesting but i don't think it really came together the way it it, like it didn't come together narratively the way i wanted it to but they're gonna come out with a third season that's gonna be the final one pretty soon and i think that's gonna be kind of interesting so we'll see i mean like like that pilot like some of the visuals in that are just unbelievable
0: Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah oh yeah i remember watching that and being like you know and wanting to watch more but it's just like I felt like I had to think too much while watching it. And for me, like TV is kind of like my downtime. So, yeah. Oh, I just thought of another show that I actually just got into. Have you guys seen kingdom hmm. on Netflix? It's um, it's Asian. It's kind of like the walking dead meets couch, um, crouching tiger. Oh, cool. It's really good. Really? So it has subtitles. So you like, you need to invest like when you watch it, cause you have to read um, the subtitles, yeah. but it's incredible.
1: Yeah, I, I just Googled it, and yeah. uh, it's interesting because, like, it came up with, you know, the official Netflix site, some teaser uh-huh. trailers, et cetera, and then when I scroll down a little bit, uh, it has Google Maps results, and it's all Jehovah's Witnesses, because uh, it's like King, Kingdom Hall, yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's I funny. was like, wait
1: a second, like, th- that doesn't sound like the show that she described.
3: Oh. Right, or <laughs> does it? So it, no. could, <laughs> it could be yeah
1: are you (laughs) you gonna stop by my front door and uh have have some uh some some really words of wisdom for me
3: (laughs) i do i recommend that you watch this show (laughs) yeah oh man do
2: you have a moment for legion (laughs) there we go yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um uh kate uh what are they feeding carter Hart? what's um... um what's 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 the regimen there yeah oh,
1: <laughs> what flavor of gerber formula is he getting right
3: i know like i i'm so i'm actually like for those that like don't know i'm actually skipping the game today they're about to have puck drop in two minutes um he has as far finally he's back but i don't know i think he must like be having water shipped in from somewhere because he's definitely not drinking philly water <laughs> because it's awful so i don't know what they're feeding that boy um i see packets of stuff in the locker room so who knows um, <laughs> (laughs) Um, some special pre-workout but yeah he's um he's our angel boy you know I (laughs) between him and Gritty it's just been such like a great turn of the season so uh yeah we are so fortunate to have Carter Hart I mean like we kind of needed him and I just hope that we don't ruin him or trade him away like we've done with other great goalies Sergei Bobrovsky so um Yeah. (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah, I'm. I was. I'm. I'm very curious as to whether or not they, uh, whether or not the Flyers brass had uh, rewritten a, uh, a famous uh, Rolling Stone song, just shouting, "Don't drink Philly water."
3: <laughs> Seriously, like don't. It actually, like it is like known to be really bad. Um, it's it's just it's very hard and full of a lot of contaminants. So yeah, he's definitely. Well, not I mean, th- th- that
1: sounds pretty like perfect for Philly, right? Mm-hmm. pretty pretty hard and full of contaminants i mean I, yeah
3: i mean i maybe i'm like actually kind of starting to figure out why we're a bunch of jerks so um
1: I'll, I'll,
2: maybe sorry, the water. I,
1: uh carolina has copyrighted that phrase oh that's right i'm yeah, sorry yeah we'll, i'm sorry
2: yeah we'll have to bleep that out in
3: the yeah exactly i i need one of those shirts by the way like i don't like care about the hurricanes but i will wear that shirt like yeah. to my grave it's so great but i i don't know i feel like they kind of took it from us though like <laughs> we're kind of notorious for being like you know how we are so i don't know they can try and like patent that or whatnot but you know <laughs> hey it,
1: it's funny because when you're talking about like goalies that the flyers got rid of i really mm-hmm. for a second thought you were going to talk about breeze <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh, breathe! Oh man, I think about him a lot, actually. <laughs> so I actually have a picture of him hanging on my apartment. It's right when you walk in the door. So I think of him. Uh, it's him, and then I have Wayne Simmons right below him, mm. and uh, which I I can't bear myself to that's going to be like don't ask questions about that that's still a tough subject for me Uh, i mean we can if you want to but um (laughs) but yeah i think about Breeze Golov a lot i actually have a thing where if i'm ever having a bad day i'll watch i'll just like youtube i'll google his like Breeze Golov interviews and just watch them and feel better like I don't know. He just—he's such a pleasure. And when I, he was in Philly earlier this season, and I walked right past him, and like you know, almost like choked on my own spit, like trying to <laughs> talk to him, I was just like dying. I, would, I I I don't think like thank goodness I did a blur. Like I love you, but yeah. like you know, I if I probably would have if I didn't choke on my own spit when I walked yeah. right past him. But I just like he. I don't know. I can't handle his personality. It's just it's too great. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I was gonna I, I was gonna ask one Wayne Simmons question, but I think I uh-huh. think I think the way that I'm gonna ask it I think might be okay so
3: okay let me know if I'm
1: wrong but okay so since we talked you know since in Uh in the last year and a half since we did well it's funny because you know since we talked like you know since we actually did the interview for the show because we've talked a lot since then oh yeah um, yeah like one of my favorite pictures of yours which I think is the same for a lot of people is that black and white wayne simmons picture that you made and so Uh now i don't remember the entire story but i thought this was such a cool story how Mm -hmm. correct me if i'm wrong but like didn't like somebody connected to him like reach out and want a print of that because i thought that was such a cool thing Mm -hmm. so i guess like tell me a little bit about that like like remind me of the story and obviously tell our listeners yeah and then like obviously i'm sure that meant a lot to you but like you know you know like like uh how did that feel to have somebody connected to a player that you obviously care a great deal about reach okay. out for something like that
3: so um that picture was taking taken on uh the opening night that like you know the first home game for the flyers where they have a player introductions and that was actually me messing up my exposure because I was trying to expose for the player and I ended up um, exposing for the lights in the background. So that's what created the silhouette. So it was actually a happy accident. Um, I have, I've posted in the past like, pictures of like the color version the black and white but the black and white just like is everything it looks so much better that is the picture I have of him hanging like right you know when I come in and leave for the day is is that picture because it, it helps to remind me of yeah I guess that moment that I got to share um so his mother reached out to me which is kind of crazy about uh that picture and she was just like I saw this picture I love it you know I want a print of it like what do I have to do to get one and I was just like you just have to ask and I will print one and give it to you as a gift Mm -hmm. because like you know I don't know that that just means a lot to me that she like you know hunted me down and wanted like you know to reach out and get a copy of that and so it turned out that she was going to be in town because she lives in Montreal. She was going to be in town for one of the games to see. And I was just like, well, you're going to be in town in a week. I'll just, instead of mailing it to you, I'll just give it to you. I can like meet up with you at the game and I can, you know, and then I actually, I made a print for, I made a copy for her. I made one for Wayne and his wife to hang in their house. And I have one for myself. So I met up with her after the game um, and gave her a copy. And I met uh, Wayne's wife and gave you know her the copy and so it was really neat I got to meet his mom and I got to meet his wife and like you know she was telling me how much she loves the picture and I got to like meet his family that was in town and I was talking to his wife and she said she's like oh Wade loves this picture and he's seen like your other work and he just like loves your photography so much and I just like kind of just stopped (laughs) like that's just like the ultimate like if I can make like a hockey mom and a player happy with the pictures like I've hit the jackpot there. I was just like, okay, my work is done. Like I've done it. Like that's all the approval that I need. I like to make fans happy with my work, but like to hear like positive feedback like that from players just means so much to me. So and for it to be my favorite flyer of the time, you know, and he's still one of my favorite players. Obviously he always will be as long as he's, um, playing so it it just means a lot you know to know that my work is like hopefully still hanging in his house i hope he took the picture with him um so you know it 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 means a lot it's little things like that that kind of uh make this job really special to me oh
1: absolutely yeah uh
2: kate as of this moment what i i was it stinks because you kind of already just, just (laughs) answered it. So it's Uh first of all, congratulations. Cause I was going to, cause I was going to ask like, Hey, so is there like, what's the one thing that's like kind of stood out recently where you're like, you know what, this is pretty cool. I kind of do a good thing. So thank you for preemptively answering that. So Uh I, I will now actually respond with a different thing. Um, tomorrow, Tom Dundon calls you and says, we need you to come up with what we're going to do next for the next Carolina hurricanes home win. What, what do the storm surge ideas of yours look like? Because as Pete and I have been talking recently, um, we are now, I like to think that we're pretty hard on making sure Carolina at least gets in just, Mm -hmm. just on the chance. Yeah. they have the ability to close out a team at home yeah uh so you know if, if you need a sec t- take a sec but mm-hmm. I, I just I just feel like it's time to start crowdsourcing ideas because yeah again having i, I was I was curious about it and I was talking to Pete because like how do they like because the Avenger, Holyfield won. Is it like okay? So is someone just going to be in town during a home stand? It's like hey, at any moment, yeah. if the team looks like they're going to win, we need you to get on down to the arena yeah. so we can have you included. But obviously, no, no money is no option. Price, you know, convincing Don Cherry is no is is no option, or nor nor should we care. <laughs> so yeah,
1: is it possible? I, right. So.
3: I I love how this man it criticizes them for celebration and just like making a joke out of the game of hockey while wearing one of his suits. Can I just comment on that? But anyway, um, I, I've only seen like a handful of the videos. So I only know a few things that they've done. Um, I would probably, I think they've already done the bowling one. Am I correct?
0: Yes. Yes.
3: Okay. So I have another idea. And this probably maybe isn't the safest of things, but screw it. Um, I want them to get, maybe it doesn't have to, of course, to be the whole team, but get into like a pyramid, like cheerleaders do, <laughs> get into a pyramid and have Gritty swing down while the Miley Cyrus wrecking ball song is playing and just like, completely <laughs> knock knock over the tower. I guess that would be my only suggestion while on the topic of Gritty. Oh. That's all I can think of.
0: Oh, oh boy. Crazy.
2: Oh, my that's God. Phenomenal.
3: Whew. Is okay. that mean? I mean, they could there could be bodily harm because that that guy is pretty big. So, yeah. but I just think it'd be pretty great. And even though he's like you know not their mascot, I guess we could lend him for like well, the sake of that.
1: I mean, it would be a combination of like what Don Cherry hates and what Don Cherry loves because he loves grits and he loves yeah. people getting hurt. So, well, yeah, maybe I think maybe, maybe that work. would be
3: yeah, maybe that would be the way to get him to sign on. I don't know, like, but. Yeah, that, that's that's the only know. thing I can come up with. It's really awful that I think about, you know, possibly harming someone for the sake of our enjoyment. But well, I, I mean, love slapstick comedy, so.
1: Well, I mean, possibly harming someone for the sake of our enjoyment is pretty much the National Hockey League, right? So. Oh, yeah.
3: Isn't that right? Yeah. And it's it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, so. j- just
1: like, I mean, as, <laughs> as our mutual friend uh, Daniel Carcillo would say. Uh, yes oh
3: yeah Danny yeah Yeah. he's great
1: (laughs) okay um so I have one more question and then we're going to wrap up so we can let you go um so let's see I'm trying so so like when you were talking about the the Wayne Simmons picture this like made me Mm -hmm. think of 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 something I'm interested in so Mm -hmm. and if you think of like classic hockey photography you know you have the Bob Yor You know, um, Mm -hmm. obviously that's, I mean, that might be the number one, but like for somebody who does this, you know, this is your job. Mm -hmm. What's what other uh, like classic hockey or it doesn't even have to be like classic, but like what Mm -hmm. other hockey photography makes you be like, oh, my God, like. If I could take that one picture, it would make my entire career. Like, like that would be my really? legacy. Like, like, like So what other pictures have you seen? And like I said, like it could be like the famous ones or it could just be, yeah. you know, something that nobody else has ever heard of. But maybe they could uh-huh. seek out, you know, like for you, okay. like, like, like what's your ultimate picture or pictures?
3: Okay, so I feel like I'm totally going to jinx us by saying this, <laughs> but there's that iconic image of Bobby Clark holding up the Stanley Cup.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: and I want to recreate that image with Claude Giroux mm-hmm. like I'd be like getting goosebumps just like thinking about it um, cool. yeah I would I would love that because I think that he just doesn't get enough recognition from this league you know outside of like even Philly like doesn't like him sometimes but I I just think that like he is just such a phenomenal person to be around such a great hockey player I would love to just like be able to kind of capture that moment so it would it would be it'd be weird because right now with uh the type of access i have i i don't know if i'd be permitted on the ice after that would happen um maybe most likely i don't know because that that kind of stuff's run by the league and not by the flyers so it's like NHL that's it's in charge of things like that so i may not have ice level but you know in a perfect world i would want to create that and there's also that really iconic image of i'm trying to remember who it was and like what it was for but justin bieber got like like checked into the boards and his face was like smashed against the glass i can't remember (laughs) who checked him but it was just like just so funny to me and i'd probably just want to do that with like a current like you know another pop artist i don't know (laughs) someone that like is Canadian likes uh that plays hockey or doesn't even play it I what was that from do you guys remember do you know the picture I'm yes, talking I about yes I know
1: exactly what you're talking about I, I, yeah. I'm googling it at the time but I'm I, well, sorry funny. I'm googling it right now but yeah I do it remember it. um
3: is it Chris Pronger
1: Pronger was involved somehow
3: yeah I think he's the one that I think there's like a really menace like his oh, pit, like his face is in it too yes
1: and yeah
3: because yeah yeah
1: because he joked that he okay. fined himself five dollars for doing it i do remember that
0: yeah but
3: i would love something like that i'm trying to think like who would be a good current i don't really listen to too much pop music but I, i think it'd just be funny to see like you know a celebrity of some sort with their face like just smashed against the glass like that yeah, I don't know. I I just I love that picture, but yeah, I've actually kind of recreated my own version of like the Bobby Orr picture. So that's always fun because <laughs> people have like you know I've I've gotten that kind of image, and people like yo Bobby Orr. Yeah. I was just like, thank you for associating me with such an iconic <laughs> picture because like you know. But yeah, definitely the one with Claude Giroux yeah. holding up a cup, you know, in the same you know era of. Bobby Clark would be pretty darn good. For a
1: second, I thought you were going to say like you, you made your own version of you in the Justin Bieber photo. (laughs) Uh,
3: I mean, my Photoshop skills are pretty darn good. So I can make that happen.
2: yeah oh fantastic i mm-hmm. uh i want us to pete i think it's time we start our own kickstarters for these types of things right? yep so, ne- next time we bring every time i guess on, like all right so you get to pitch something and then we will tell our listeners to send money for it so <laughs> um, i'm sure that's exactly how it works in any other uh podcast so <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm <laughs> excited to put this into process well uh kate i just got a notification that uh you know there's 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 a hockey game being played tonight and we are uh sadly out of time but we do so appreciate Mm -hmm. you returning to our wonderful program uh, shout out to, to to TSN O'Toole and Jayon Wright for for teaching me once again the correct way to say program. It's program. Um, <laughs> so uh, for those of you out there, Pete, uh, where where can everybody find Kate Freeze again? It's it again. Our streak of having people on here who have just the just the excruciatingly most simple handles to find people yeah
1: Mm -hmm. i mean you know the the website is katefreeze.com oh and i should probably just spell that out just in case Mm because there's multiple ways to spell each name so Mm -hmm. k-e-t-e-f-r-e-s-e and then uh kate freeze photo right so just add the word photo to that and then uh what's your instagram i forget off the top of my head
3: it is kate underscore freeze there you go
1: yep
2: so for any other Kate Freese that's looking to get those handles, sorry Charlie, yeah, <laughs> they are taken by the by the originals. So, you should have been born uh, earlier. Oh, Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> good good luck with your uppercase X, lowercase X, <laughs> uh, underscore underscore asterisk, and then you got to do, do Kate Freese after that. So right. Hey, thanks like- so much for joining us. Good luck out there. We're certainly keeping an eye on uh, everything that you're uh, producing in in Philly and. Again, you know, now that now that we know that you are our nth degree, well, I mean, Pete, I guess Hancock's one of our <laughs> nth degrees, basically mm-hmm. our Kevin Bacon six degrees to gritty. Degree. So yeah. we, now that we have two, basically, we're uh, we're glad that we have you as a conduit to 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 his gritness. So um, be, send him our regards, and um, you know we look for pete we should start making up jackets like snl does for people
1: who come back
3: (laughs) i love it thank you so much guys it was it was great i'm always happy to talk about gritty and my work so thank you again for having me
1: absolutely yeah we'll we'll have to have you back on uh before another uh 18 months
0: (laughs) Yeah, please do please do absolutely
2: Thanks again to Kate freeze for a wonderful remix, uh, revisit, uh, episode, uh, interview. We're, um, always delighted to have her on. Um, again, for those of you out there, you already have her info, go look, her stuff's great. Just keep an eye on it. It's fantastic. Uh, we wanted to close out, uh, this installment of the for sure podcast by talking about an incident that occurred earlier this week and, uh, the, the little bit of fallout afterwards. So, um, during a uh, broadcast of a Maple Leafs game, uh, a, a hot mic picked up a uh, very insensitive slur that uh, uh, Pete and I are um, shocked. Not shocked exists in in the hockey world. This isn't. Um, this is something that, at least for me personally, I don't think is nearly addressed enough as it should be. <laughs> and and you know, I, I realize I'm not really the only person to have said that, but. Um, the uh, video had it, uh, was, uh, allegedly spoken by, uh, Leaf Morgan Riley. And, um, uh, the fallout from it was that uh, apparently Riley didn't say it. He's quote confident that he didn't use it. And, uh, Pete, I will say I was very pleased with how the, uh, Maple Leafs handled the aftermath of what happened.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, this is something that, that Jay and I definitely wanted to talk about um for for a lot of reasons. But basically there's there's a couple of things I, I definitely want to say about this. And and the first of all, you know, in the past when we're talking about something and there's a clip of it, we 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 play the clip for you. We are not gonna do this. Um just because if you want to listen, you can you know, if you wanna, you know, go out and find the recording, you can easily do that. Um to be honest, I hadn't actually listened to the the clip uh, until shortly before we recorded because, like, I, I had read about it. Um, basically, just I was really busy with a lot of stuff and I didn't have time to give it the proper attention that I thought something like this deserves. And so, you know, I, I had read about it and followed it, etc. And I thought, you know, I should, if we're going to talk about, it, I definitely at least need to listen and basically after this happened there was a a long twitter thread by a maple leafs fan that was trying to um now no i'm not going to say what was said but basically just so you can kind of understand uh it was a it was a homophobic slur right and the somebody was trying to like basically they were trying to say that there was overlapping audio and that the second word that was said was ragged which is like I mean, it is a hockey term, you know, it's like to, you know, to waste time with the puck. Um, and again, I had not heard the video. Uh, I had not, you know, heard the video clip. So I didn't really want to form an opinion on that. Um, but then I went back and I listened to the video, you know, even, you know, knowing that that was what people were trying to say. And you can be the judge for yourself. I am. I don't want to say I'm 100% sure, but I'm almost as positive as I can be that somebody did say that homophobic slur. Now, the investigation, um, it would be one thing if they just talked to the player, but they talked to the official. And it seems like, you know, it seems like he probably would have said that Morgan Riley said it if he did. But what seems pretty likely based on the video is that somebody said it. Now, I, I don't know who but it definitely seemed like that was said now the the one thing because we're, you know we're going to talk about the positive part of it which you know both i think jay and i both agree on this which was the maple leafs response they had a press conference after uh kyle dubas had some some good things you know some things to say that i thought were very strong in in the right way um the the one thing that i i do not like coming out of this is that the NHL did an investigation and they said that they determined that Riley didn't say that. Now I will, you know, I would believe them. Okay. He didn't say it. Great. Somebody did. And the thing that I thought was lacking was they talked about what didn't happen, but they didn't talk about what did now, granted, maybe it's impossible to determine, but for me to kind of take this investigation, really seriously especially with the nhl's history in the past of trying to sweep things under the rug it would have been nice if they had i think or not not nice it would have been helpful if they had said we did an investigation and here's what actually happened
2: yeah yeah there there's there i forget who who i saw tweeted but it casually boiled down to they were like focusing on saying like, "Oh, he would never." Instead of going like, "What was said is bad, and that needs to not happen." Mm. <laughs> like, like there was there was too much of a emphasis on trying to clear someone's name at first versus actually addressing the problem. But yeah. you know, again, this this is where the I feel like the Leafs kind of made up for that. Yeah, uh, absence. So, um, Pete, you 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 say it. You you I I. I it, it's fresh in your mind i i haven't i i i don't remember it as well so i think you'll do a better
1: job of uh, oh, oh, elucidating
2: oh, for our fans
1: oh oh so you mean for the uh for like the maple leafs response yeah 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 okay yeah so um and 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 again kyle dubas had a like more to say but i mean i think that this is the like i, I think this is like the 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 biggest part right so Um, This is a quote. He said, every time it's even thought that those type of words are uttered in our facility or anywhere, we have to do our part as the Toronto Maple Leafs to use this situation. Now, in the quote I'm seeing right here, because I know it's I know there's a longer version. This is there's an ellipsis here, right? To get rid of casual homophobia, vulgar homophobia, things that make people of any sexuality or sexual orientation feel unsafe or uncomfortable in our facilities. I think from talking to Morgan, he's of the same mind. And that's where we stand on it today um so i think that at the very least that the good com- the good that comes out of this is again Kyle Dubas's statement here in the past we've seen when things like this happen we've seen the public response from like an organization not go far enough um you know maybe they deny it happened which i mean on the one hand it makes sense from a pr standpoint but basically i thought it was good to see kyle dubas here representing you know the may police organization basically say it's wrong that this that anybody thought that this could happen you know we need to have a culture where it's not even a question like you know our athletes are not going to do this and the people in our organization are not going to do this and we're not going to tolerate it and I think that's that's what needs to be said and I think a lot of times when stuff like this happens that's what people are looking for in a response and I thought that even even with my my negative thoughts that I you know raised before about the whole investigation the information that we got and didn't get I do think that at the very least that that was something good that came out of this because You know, we've talked about this before. You know, the NHL says that hockey is for everyone, and they say that they want to make their arenas a place where people can go no matter who they are, if they you know, and enjoy a hockey game. And there's a difference between words and action. And so here I think even though technically Kyle Dubis is using words, I think the action of him making this statement that he didn't have to, like he could have, he he could have easily gotten away with not saying this or saying less, but he chose to make this forceful of a statement. And I think that even with all the other stuff, you know, like we are, we are not close to where we want to be in terms of that. But I do think that this was a a, a pretty big step forward. And I think that this is something that was good to come out of a bad situation.
2: absolutely agree. He's not, um, he he didn't really shy away from it at all, and that was um, refreshing. And um, I think a pretty good example for for other organizations to to take cues from. And um, you know, it's 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 something that needs to get addressed. And we obviously have more work to do. And and I I do take pride in saying we because it is there is a fan element to this. And you know, I, I'll, when I see it, I'll call it out. I'll I'll tell people to. Shut your trap. <laughs> if that's the only thing that you have to say, like that, really, that's okay. Well, you know, stop talking and then maybe think about, you know, uh, taking your talents
1: elsewhere. Yeah. This,
2: this is, that's not the place for it. So kudos to the Maple Leafs organization for doing what you would think that most people would do in a, in a troubling situation like this, which is don't just use it as an opportunity to softly address it. It's, it is serious enough. It's always been serious enough and 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 like you said, being as forceful as he was, that's what it's what this situation calls for. So, yeah, I'm glad he did it.
1: Absolutely. So uh, that brings us to the end of our episode for another week. So we are we are done with episode 44. Wow. Pretty, uh, pretty soon. We are going to
2: do be- in the books or Tuesday in the
1: books. I was going to say pretty soon we are going to be past the number of presidents in American history. Two wow. more, two more, and we're there. That's pretty cool.
2: Same, and I can say emphatically, our 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 on air dynamic and rapport is just light years better than what the current things are. Happening.
1: So, <laughs> so were were we in charge? Were we in charge? <laughs> oh God! I, I please never wish that upon me. I would never, <laughs> I would never want to be in charge. Oh my God, that would be hey. horrible.
2: Hey, hey, I started a rewatch of the West Wing recently, and there's a really great moment where Jed Bartlett is talking to the designated survivor. and He's like, do you have a best friend? Does he know more than you? Does he tell you when you're wrong and tell you when you're right? Great. That's your chief of staff. Yeah. Pete, you are smarter than me. You tell me when I'm right and when I'm wrong, you'll be my chief of staff. <laughs> I, I, and it's going to be great. Uh,
1: he gave him the knife. i'm guessing you know what i'm talking about anyway um all right so that is the end of another another episode so as always thank you so much for listening um if you if you want to follow our guest uh we we said this before but you can never say it too much um she is on twitter at kate freeze photo k-a-t-e-f-r-e-s-e and then photo like you would normally spell it uh, with an F. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and her, her website, KateFreeze.com, is is awesome. And it's going to have, obviously, all of her contact info. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at PFLINHockey. You can follow Jay at the Roar underscore 24 on Twitter. Uh, you can follow our podcast at 200FootPod, 200FTPOD. And we have started a Facebook page, right? So you can follow that at Facebook.com slash ForSurePod, F-E-R, S U R E P O D. And the last thing that we want to plug is you can uh, if you want to order some merchandise some for sure shirts um, you might have seen recently, if you're on Twitter, you might've seen Scott Cullen modeling one of our shirts Um, in the past. Other, other guests have uh, have shown them off. Uh, I think Ryan Simpson had something very nice to say about the shirt we sent him for being on our show. Um, So you can uh, get your own, at tinyurl.com slash for shirt, which is F-E-R-S-H-I-R-T So, uh, on behalf of Jay, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We will see you in two weeks where we said uh, as long as we can, as long as the situation's kind of settled down, we will have our playoff preview Bye-bye, I love you, (laughs)
0: bye-bye For sure For sure, for sure 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 sure